finished the episode this morning, so it's fresh. Nice. We love a fresh episode. We watched it just last night, so it's, yeah, it's the best way. Yes, it's true. Yeah. Um, well, should we, should we get into this? Sure. All right. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm Harper. I'm Jonathan. And this is Hot Guys. Authentic knowledge and feelings. I feel it. I feel it. Yeah, I know where you're going with this. You want a little cliff that makes everybody laugh and feel good. You know what I mean? Instead, it's like. Ooh. But I'm really not funny. No, no. And we shouldn't have a And we're very excited about our guest today. She's a comedian. She's so cool. It's Shelby Koppel. Good morning. Hello, everyone. Listening to the podcast. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. This is a fun one. I... I, I just am noticing your headset. I'm like obsessed with it. You're like Britney Spears or something. That's so fun. <laughs> it doesn't have like, I want the big like, uh, mm-hmm. you know how they have the big foam mic yeah. um, on the ones in like uh, the Hillary Duff movie or whatever, where she's in Italy. Yeah. The big. <laughs> I was just but, thinking yeah. about, is that that Miracles Happen song? Is that in that, that's in that movie, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah I just had that stuck in my head. <laughs> I love it. I was thinking like helicopter pilot, which is clearly we're we're just on different <laughs> cultural wavelengths here. Yeah, right. Well, Shelby, what's what's your relationship like with Ethan Hawke, the man, the movies? Okay, my I hate I'm so ashamed of this, but I constantly am getting Ethan Hawke mixed up with Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I and mean, it's so- understandable. <laughs> Yeah, when I was thinking about, like, okay, what have I seen him in? My first, like, thought was this childhood memory of, like, someone being murderous of Meryl Streep on a raft. And <laughs> that's a Kevin Bacon movie for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Um, so, honestly, I don't remember the last thing I had seen him in before I watched this episode. Um, yeah, I really don't. I'm not, like, I was homeschooled. So, I, like, I don't have, like, a lot of... Uh, and I tend to watch like documentaries and weird, like, I don't know, just like true crime me things. So I feel like I just was not familiar at all. But I was wondering, like, in this, his eyes are so blue. Uh-huh. And I'm like, did they give him contacts? Like, this can't be real, can they? It no. almost looks like he has cataracts. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think, I think they are for sure contacts. And I think, mm-hmm. did John Brown, John Brown was like going blind. I think that's why they, oh, okay. I think that's why his eyes look that. like that. But yeah, if you look at photos of John okay. Brown, he looks like he's, his eyes are like glowing. Yeah. <laughs> it's very intense. Oh my gosh. That's funny. <laughs> yeah i would have to kind of look through i i feel very um we could just shout out some big ones to see if you've seen them um dead poet society um i've heard of it i thought (laughs) oh no Uh, isn't that robin williams yes it is robin williams okay yeah Um, reveal my ignorance (laughs) let's see Uh training day uh Mm. gattaca if you were homeschooled, you probably didn't get Gattaca because most people watched that in high school. Yeah. Um, well, I was I went to public school in high school, but oh, okay. yeah, I guess we just skipped Gattaca. <laughs> Gattaca yeah, the, the Gattaca portion of the curriculum. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, I don't know. What are some other big ones, Jonathan? Uh, are there any more recent ones? Uh, the Before Trilogy, Before Sunrise, Before Sunset, mm. Before Midnight. No. Yeah. I mean, that's really, those are really the big ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, what if I was only familiar with his smaller work? <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Like, you only liked um, Mystery Date from 1994. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's my favorite. Love it. <laughs> Can't figure out who's on the date. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's about. Yeah. 
Um, well, cool. So you're going in pretty fresh on Ethan Hawke then on, mm-hmm. you know, watching The Good Lord Bird. Um, how did yeah. you how did you find him in this? Did you? What did you I think? thought he was good. I thought there were other performances, at least in this episode particularly, that were like way more stand out. There mm-hmm. were just times when I was like, like, I don't know, like he's uh He's good. He's not bad. He's like, definitely. (laughs) 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 But it was just like, it it was, yeah, he was like, it was very an ensemble episode. Mm -hmm. And he wasn't actually the focus of this episode. So I thought, uh, yeah, Uh, it was funny. Just um, I went to Bible college and when he shows up and like is starting with like a verse, the way that people say verses in episodes of shows or in movies is like they're like like it's every time they're delivering it it's like this is my last words like it's almost (laughs) like it's so clear that that like because I feel like it's not it's not that big of a deal like when you're a Christian and you're constantly talking about scripture it's like oh all right here's another I'm not a Christian anymore but like I feel like when people were like talking it was like very casual because it's always in conversation whereas like they're like it's like okay like you know like very <laughs> profound like mm-hmm. oh we're talking about the bible now <laughs> so i don't know that was funny to me um but his performance is good yeah 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 this is another episode that's not really about him you know it's yeah. this this show is really <clears throat> it's about john brown but by way of onion you know so some of the episodes are really you know onion centric which i think yeah. is good it's an interesting way to tell the story mm-hmm. yeah it's true um well cool let's let's get into this episode Gotta open my notebook oh it starts <laughs> with frederick Douglass again which i thought was fun because i you know i love david diggs as frederick Douglass. he's great it's like you know he's just yeah. so good in this role um yeah and he's talking about being the importance of like like why he wants to be the most photographed man in the country so that he can like, you know, show the humanity of the black man. And yeah, they know. right out the gate. They, cause the last episode we were talking about the little photographs stills that they do of like mm-hmm. some of the black characters and, uh, about how Frederick Douglass like was very photographed at the time. And right out the gate, they like talk <laughs> about the things that we had been talking about in the last episode, which I had forgot that they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because we watched this show when it first aired in October. Um, okay. So I think we both have these kind of like distant memories of what happens in the show, but not enough mm-hmm. that, you know, so we're rewatching it now. And um, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was really good in that role. Like, I don't know. It made me want to like reread about Fred- Frederick Douglass or reread his like work and stuff because I was like, it's been so long since I've like, read some of the original like abolitionist stuff so mm. i was like oh that'd be i don't know he was he was so good in the role too but yeah it was he was a letdown though because he lets down our our guy like, he's, <laughs> he's like not gonna do it yeah, yeah. it's true yeah it's t- it's tough yeah. you know he he they just don't share the same vision you know yeah 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 which is like it sucks because it's like you have to feel so like I don't know, like alienated, like to be on the side of in the South, like on the side of like, um, like abolition. And then like to have all these people with conflicting voices on how to accomplish it is like, just had to be so isolating. I think they did. I mean, I watching the show, it felt like a movie. Like, I think the mm-hmm. show is really good. I would, mm-hmm. I might watch the rest of the show. <laughs> like, honestly. Yeah. I feel like the production value is like really high on the show. It just, yeah, yeah. it really committed yeah it's interesting because you say that it, it's a, uh felt like a movie as i was reading like a review earlier i think it was like av club that said that this was the first this was one of the first episodes that actually felt like a tv show mm-hmm. in the sense of mm-hmm. but not in a bad way in the sense of like there are like multiple plot lines happening at once and they mm-hmm. kind of like there's you're following different characters and stuff like that which is kind of interesting yeah and this yeah. one i feel more than i mean just we're getting to the end of the season but more than previous episodes is really dependent on all of the things that had happened before mm-hmm. whereas the previous episodes a lot of them were like a little standalone you mm-hmm. know so like there's the first episode which is obviously the first episode and the second episode which <laughs> is like onions by himself on an adventure you mm-hmm. know 
in the third mm-hmm. and then you know the third episode is they go to see frederick Douglass, you know and so they're all kind of one-offs but now we're really in the thick of the you know we're about to get into the battle yeah so it took me an embarrassing amount of time to realize onion was a boy i like because i haven't been watching up until mm-hmm. this point mm-hmm. so i was like oh my gosh this is amazing they're showing like a queer love story <laughs> <laughs> And then it was like, oh, no, he's hiding, like, as a girl. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, there is, like, an element of that, too, because playing with, you know, with gender and the way that they do with the character of Onion, like, there is something yeah. still, like, kind of queer about their relationship and that, mm-hmm. you know, because they, they seem really close and Annie does seem to, like, clearly be having feelings for Onion at first thinking, you know, that Onion Onion's is a girl, a girl. and then realizing, right. you know, I think I think she does realize mid-episode yeah mm-hmm. but um yeah it's not entirely clear but there's the part where she like turns and says oh i like the name henry and looks right yeah up. it's like okay oh my gosh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that made me this their their whole situation i just loved it so much it made me so happy i love like <laughs> I just love teen love stories, you know? It's so yes. cute. They're so cute. And there's, like, nothing that's been cute about this show. So, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't mm-hmm. a cute show. It's, like, a, mm-hmm. like it's like a, you know, it's sometimes funny, but it's usually dark. It's pretty gritty. Mm-hmm. And this is the yeah. first time we've really seen, like, any kind of, like, I don't know, like, hope Light. for Onion, really. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because yeah. Onion, in particular, has just been kind of dragged along on this, you know, whole journey and seen so much, mm-hmm. since joining John Brown, has seen so much murder and death. And now mm-hmm. it's, like, this one nice thing for Onion. That's the first nice thing uh-huh. for Onion. It's so cute. Uh, I'm glad I got to watch this episode then. Because yeah. <laughs> I was like, sorry the actor who i don't know if that was a sneeze or a cough (laughs) i don't know what just happened to me my soul left my body um but yeah no onion uh yeah like i I thought it was really sweet and i didn't know that the actress playing i'm sure you guys have had this revelation like every person who comes on your show but it's (laughs) ethan hawk's daughter and i was like she is amazing like she was killing it like the entire episode i was like who is this actress i really want to like watch her and other stuff and then looking her up it's like oh okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah she's i mean i think she's great you know it's uh she's I, I thought she sounded so much like Uma Thurman and like her voice. <laughs> she sounds so much like Uma in this. That's funny. Um, this is her first appearance in the show yeah. so far. So this nice. is the first time we've seen her. Yeah. This is the first time we've seen her in anything with Ethan Hawke. Yes. Mm. Yeah. You know, they didn't do like a pursuit of happiness situation. No, that's where not she true. Was, we like, saw her in. Um, oh, am I wrong? The documentary. Seaborn introduction. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. You, that's right. We saw the back of her head in Seymour yeah. introduction. <laughs> we well, see Very her face. Specific. Yeah, yeah. You see her no, face. She, she doesn't she, say anything. She, she doesn't say anything. But there's like shots of her. Yeah, but like you had to really be looking out for her. You no, to, you didn't. You didn't. <laughs> they were full on like he would hold on her for like a few seconds. Mm, okay. No, it was very much. Well, he did direct it. So yeah. No, I know that's <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, this is our second Let's... time seeing Maya Hawk and something with Ethan. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think she's great. I I liked her in Stranger Things. I didn't as well. watch Stranger Things, so I'm. I'm yeah. I didn't see her in that. Yeah. I'm yeah. out of touch. Yeah. I think I we're saw the, the first two couple... people. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> I saw the first couple. Was she in the first couple seasons of Stranger? She's in season three. All right, no. Yeah, she's a new addition to the show. She's named Robin, and um, she's like a fun lesbian friend to Steve. Um, They work at an ice cream shop together. It's very fun. I love it. Nice. Um, Yeah, and then she's going to be in season four again, and uh, her brother Levin is also going to be in season four of Stranger Things. Aw, that's cute. Yeah. Younger or older brother? Younger. I think he's like 19 now. Okay. Yeah nice yeah i'm in deep with this family um anyway <laughs> so yeah so cook and onion have come to is the town called harper's ferry or yeah i think so yeah so they've arrived in harper's ferry to uh get the lay of the land kind of to prepare for all of the other the rest of the you know troops mm-hmm. to come um and 
cook immediately this guy's the worst except for he's not the worst but he's just a mess this guy's a mess he immediately picks up a woman uh this nasty (laughs) this nasty woman (laughs) yeah and um sends onion to go hive the bees and this episode is called hiving the bees yeah um Mm -hmm. and basically what that means is he's supposed to you know get all of the black people in town to uh you know slaves or otherwise to join um to join john brown's efforts uh which is tough it's a tough situation for a child to be in like he's like 15 at this point or something (laughs) and he has so much responsibility and coke is the least helpful person that john brown could have sent with him yeah um i would not know how to recruit an army yeah like how do you do that how does anyone do that at 15 yeah i would just promise snacks you know like there's gonna be there's gonna be lots of snacks Um, (laughs) what other ways do you motivate people yeah that's true and Um, also it's not like you can just advertise out in the open because like it's you know you could get killed doing that so yeah it was to be like a secret secret rotc or whatever right yeah just watching him like approach the like first i think it was a plantation where is harper's ferry supposed to be do we know it's It's in in the south virginia yeah virginia okay yeah just like watching him approach the first plantation it was like oh my gosh like i i was just waiting for like something violent to happen yeah like yeah yeah and so even though he really only talks to like those two people at the plantation um he word spreads really quickly that like no one should be talking to him Mm -hmm. that he's Mm -hmm. just gonna bring trouble on all of them but um which i thought was kind of cool because it's like it's depicting like how they're all looking out for one another's safety even in like a very oppressive obviously Mm mm-hmm environment like there was like still this like safety net of like okay if we do think somebody is dangerous we're gonna make sure that everyone knows you know mm-hmm. i don't know even though in this case obviously it's a, it's a good cause it's just crazy yeah well it's it's tough to uh say that you're like with john brown's army and john brown is coming to save everyone when most people believe that john brown is dead because there are so many rumors about john brown flying around you know Mm -hmm. no one knows Mm -hmm. if he's dead or alive and like why would you believe this like kid who Mm -hmm. you know also like the added layer of everyone thinks he's like really weird for being a boy dressed like a girl you know Mm -hmm. um yeah so you know like why would why would they believe him Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately he does end up getting to see this guy called the rail man uh, who's like a train conductor that works with Harriet Tubman yeah yeah uh, played by Orlando Jones which is fun we love him from the nerd things he's in a bunch of stuff I think I didn't know that yeah he's in a bunch of stuff <laughs> Um. yeah but so yeah, so Onion goes at, like late at night to go talk to the railman and tells him, you know, about John Brown's plan, and uh, then gives him five hundred dollars to help get the men that they need. Yeah. And one thing that's like pretty important is that, um, and we've talked about this in previous episodes, is that there's a specific date that you know John Brown has set for this whole thing to happen. And so when Onion's making this arrangement, you know, the railman thinks he has like a month. Yeah. to do this which is reasonable like he could maybe do it in a month and we'll see later that things don't exactly go according to plan it's true yeah. no yeah and he's also questioning why he's trying to do this here because he's like he's like if you go to baltimore or dc like you might have more luck but you're you're you know he's kind of questioning the the wiseness of the approach to the plan mm-hmm mm yeah but you know what can you do god told john brown to do it this way so (laughs) he heard direct from the man (laughs) how it goes yeah it's always how it goes (laughs) yeah but yeah so then uh that's in motion and then john brown arrives with all the troops and uh maya hawk we love to see it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and one thing that I thought was pretty interesting is like Bob gets out of the cart that they've been like stuck in for, mm-hmm. you know, since Canada probably. And he sees Onion and he says, oh, you look older and uglier. 
It's the best. Yeah. And, you know, like, Bob Bob and Onion have had this, like, relationship throughout the whole show yeah. where, you know, they they are kind of in it together. And, um, he you know, he's always known that Onion's a boy. And uh, mm. now, as, as Onion is getting older and, like, going through puberty, like, you know, Bob is... I don't know. I think protective of him and worried about what that's going to mean. Yeah. Bob is like kind of just a reasonable dude who like is capable of thinking ahead. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And realizes that like this, this is not going to work forever. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And you know, we were talking about onion and Annie, uh, Maya Hawk is Annie Brown and, um, yeah, Onion is fully in love with her at first sight, and it's very, it's very cute. It's so cute. Yeah. Like, it's just a <laughs> moment was cute. Like, I don't know. It's you're right. It does like take you out of like the because it's like teenagers are the same no matter what yeah. time, crazy circumstance that they're in. It's like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's just adorable. Yeah, and um. So John Brown tells Onion that uh, Annie's there to uh, teach him about literature and feminine hygiene, and uh, yeah, it's immediately uncomfortable. That's when it started to like hit me. I'm like, wait a second, this is it. <laughs> yeah, and then there's that whole scene with Annie taking a bath. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, and she keeps like saying like, oh, like, you know, take off your clothes and get in the bath, and he's just like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm shy or whatever i don't yeah mm-hmm. he's like his the, his excuse is like that he's you know around white people but mm-hmm. really it's just that he's a boy yeah he doesn't want to get found out when did he like yeah what's the point in him uh trying to kind of hide his identity yeah so in the first episode um it's really just a misunderstanding so mm-hmm. uh uh onion his name is henry and um you know his his father john brown is there and uh his father is killed mm-hmm. and before his father dies though he says henry ain't a but uh john brown here is henrietta and so assumes um. that onion is henrietta a girl um mm-hmm. and and then you know takes takes onion with him to you know because now his father's dead and he feels responsible for him kind of and mm-hmm. um and so he he's just kind of like raising him as a teenage girl essentially <laughs> yeah and and for onion he realized that there were some benefits to being a girl like he doesn't have to carry heavy things he doesn't have he's not expected to go out and fight <laughs> like he's like all right like i can do this mm-hmm. um it's just you know just kind of yeah a misunderstanding led to a circumstance where it was just easier and maybe safer for him to be a girl yeah safer in some ways but not others Mm -hmm. because in Mm -hmm. one episode he ends up uh having to work at a brothel oh wow yeah but uh yeah but he manages to like use his age as a reason why he can't you know Mm -hmm. you know so there we go yeah yeah because i was gonna say there are some benefits but it's funny to me like that none of the white characters realize like mm-hmm. his gender identity but like every <laughs> yeah every white character is like immediately like what the heck are you doing <laughs> yeah 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 oh so there's like another storyline going on with that um so cook and that woman that he's you know got with at the very beginning apparently she is you know a married woman whose husband has been away and so her husband's sister uh mrs huffmaster uh, she keeps coming by and demanding to see her sister-in-law because she knows they're carrying on. Um, yeah. And so the first time Onion lies and says he hasn't seen her. And then the second time she comes by, um, Annie is able to kind of fend her off and like use some Bible quotes to, you know, make her feel bad and get, you know, and leave, which was fun. Yeah, it's a fun, it's a fun, cause she's like, she's like, oh, I know he's, I know Cook is, you know, running around and he's like. And she's like, well, have you seen them together? And then mm-hmm. she's like, well, no, but I, you know. Right. And then she says, uh, uh, rumors are. Uh, yeah, rumors are like more souls. devil's work. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best. Nourish yourself with something else. The answer <laughs> a biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the best when, like, you can turn it into, like, oh, it's because I care about you so much that I'm telling you to leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's so yeah. good. She's very she's clever. Persuasive. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's a third time when she comes by, and that's when it's like, oh shit, it's the it's the real serious visit because um, Onion and Annie are in the middle of like performing Romeo and Juliet for all of the boys upstairs, which I thought was funny. <laughs> um, and uh, and then they hear Miss Huffmaster knocking downstairs, and then she says that she's gonna have the sheriff come, which is bad. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of. Um, freed or runaway black men in the house that could be mm-hmm. you know taken and also their plans to their plans to take over the armory are not for a couple weeks still mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. so yikes a real, a real historical Karen you know mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah oh and then I skipped the part where Onion and Annie are singing and I, I liked that a lot they're talking about like what they want to do with their lives when they grow up, you know, mm-hmm. classic yeah. teenage conversation. They just want to, yep. she wants to be a teacher and he wants to sing. It's very mm-hmm. cute. Um, and yeah. then he starts singing and his voice is so low. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like onions. You got to know at this point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I love too, like the, like everything's just going to fall into place. We'll open a school together, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it's very like cute. I'm, I'm, I imagine that's what ends up happening for them. No, you know, yeah. spoiler alert, but you know, we, yeah. we see onion at the end and I, I hope that he goes to be with Annie. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so Bob sees them singing together and he, you know, he he warns him again. He warns him this time. He's like, "Look, your mustache is coming in. Like, what what do you think is going to happen when yeah. she realizes mm-hmm. you're a boy?" But mm-hmm. of course, she already knows. She's too smart. <laughs> she can't be fooled. Um. But yeah, he's kind of like he's kind of like almost like worried about his like safety and well-being if she finds out because mm-hmm. like i feel like he's probably thinking about like all the situations where like a you know young black boy is accused of, of course, something yeah. by a white woman and and he's mm-hmm. probably thinking about that like it's 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 more sinister than just like she'll be mad at you it's like it's like more right. sinister than that mm-hmm. yeah Even though, like that's not what would end up happening but he he's uh understandably like just worried about that of course yeah yeah and i mean for sure yeah that's totally understandable i think the one thing about john brown though is that like he really i mean i think you know not that this is like good especially but like he doesn't think of anyone by like any identifier i don't really think like Mm -hmm. i think he doesn't think this is something ethan hawk has said in an interview he said he like he thought that john brown didn't think of onion as a boy or a girl so it didn't matter ultimately Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. at the end um and so you know the same about people being black or white i think john brown the character specifically just doesn't you know Mm mm-hmm think about anyone in that way so (laughs) he's so hyper spiritual he only sees like people yeah he only sees children of god is that's Mm -hmm. basically it yeah Yeah. i've met people like that (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so we see frederick Douglass one more time uh john brown and onion go to see him and emperor uh to review the plans and that's as when you know as you mentioned frederick Douglass lets him down yeah. Uh, yeah, he just says he can't yeah. support him. I like he's that a... there's just a man like in a full suit. I think he's standing like in or near a lake the end. Oh yeah, yeah, with, with like a, a rifle. Yeah. 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 He's got a like, security wow. guard. Yeah, I imagine yeah. that Frederick Douglass has to travel with like a, sure. a heavy. I think like the uh the style is what set it apart for me because I was like, he could be wearing anything, but he's wearing like coattails. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's true. I feel like that's something like Frederick Douglass would insist upon. Yeah, definitely. Like he likes to look yeah. good, and he wants everyone around him to look good. Yeah, yeah, it's classy because he's going to be photographed so much. You know, that's true. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, so, you know, John Brown's kind of going back and forth with Frederick Douglass a little bit. He's like, listen, like, you're realistic, and I'm like, I believe in this, and, you know, God makes us in all kinds so that we can work together to make this happen, and Frederick Douglass Mm -hmm. is like, this just isn't, I can't be a part of this. But Emperor does leave him and go with John Brown. Yeah. Who is, so is Emperor, like, his right-hand man kind of a thing? I don't think they were even that close. Uh, Like at least that's not what it seemed like from the previous episode. It was he lived with him, like he was. He had been um, like Harriet Tubman had, you know, helped him to escape the South, had helped Emperor to escape the South, and he ended up with Frederick Douglass. But it didn't really. And he did live with him, but it didn't really seem like they were especially close. Yeah, he's kind of like works for him. Yeah. 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 Because they seem to have like pretty different opinions about you know about john brown and his mission so um but yeah so but they shake hands and they part you know john brown's Mm -hmm. like you know i can i can take this because you know god is on my Mm -hmm. side (laughs) and um Mm -hmm. and and then uh onion i just this is one of those like really like just like touching john brown onion moments Mm -hmm. i thought where onion just really makes him almost cry and it's like a lot yeah. to see Ethan to you see like a grown man Ethan Hawke in this full John Brown like get up in makeup like almost cry is kind of a lot mm-hmm. um but Onion says mm-hmm. uh something in my heart tells me that God is with us and then mm-hmm. he says uh John Brown says if you reach down and touch it touch that disappointment you can feel God opening up the doors of your heart and I was like damn this show is a lot <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah that's when it definitely like Ethan's acting skills mm-hmm. kind of shown forth and I was also thinking about I'm like I bet Onion feels like oh gosh you're gonna go through this same moment when I come like and I'm like I'm a guy full <laughs> 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 time <laughs> yeah so Word has spread about their plans and the sheriff is coming the next evening. And um, so Ethan Hawke is moving up the date, which is the thing that he was specifically not supposed to do. Yeah, his son it's, tells him like, yeah, this is like, that, isn't that what Harry- the general said? Yeah. And the general is Harriet Tubman. And she said, you know, uh, I'll help you, but you got to not change this date. Yeah. She tells him oh, twice, wow. like yeah. very clearly, like, do not move the date. Okay. Yeah. So they'd rather like abandon the plan than move the date. Yeah. And he's choosing to move the date. Yeah. yeah. Which is just it's it is it's it's so hard cuz you know that that just means they're going to all die. Yeah. Uh, you know, because if they had if they stuck to the date, they would have maybe a thousand people come mm-hmm. to help them. Whereas mm-hmm. if they don't, they only have these like 20 guys that are here. Yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe 20 yeah yeah um and then the one the one thing that happens that whereas where cook says why don't we this is he was like no one takes him seriously understandably but he says why don't we kill the sheriff yeah it's like that's probably the best course of action yeah the sheriff probably has i don't know 10 guys or whatever there's enough of them to like to overtake the sheriff probably Mm -hmm. you know and they have the advantage of like preparation because they know when they're going to be there Mm -hmm. it probably would have been the best thing to do because they can't retreat because they might not be able to come back in time Mm -hmm. they can't move the well they they end up doing that they end up moving the date up but they shouldn't do that so the best thing to do is probably just wait for them to arrive set a trap and then just like kill them all yeah and and would the people from the town like the the sheriff well yeah i guess the sheriff and the sheriff probably has some guys yeah yeah uh yeah would the people from the town hear about that then and then attack though that's probably you know? true yeah, yeah. That's well true. and i was thinking too and i'm like they should have just killed the woman like yeah she, you know her husband's gone yeah. she's got the only person who's gonna tell on them yeah if they had just or held her hostage or something like you know that karen was well but where did she hear the rumor that they were abolitionists because it was probably just getting out yeah yeah well it was it was two parts it was like one because onion had been trying to gather slaves to help fight with them and two because cook had been down at the pub or the tavern or whatever they called it the bar just you know shooting his mouth off cook is just the weakest link yeah like over and over Yeah. yeah what a mess um 
But Onion goes to see the rail man again. He says, we're moving this up to tomorrow. And he's like, I can't do as many, but I'll, I'll try to bring some, some men. And uh, he says, and this is another thing that's like, you know, this is going to be important that the password is Jesus is walking. He's going to slow down the train and then he'll, you know, one of J- John Brown or one of his men has to say Jesus is walking. And that's when he knows how to, to let off the. Yeah. But, um, but then Onion gets back and, and all the chaos. Uh, it's immediately like put on the. Yeah uh wagon and sent away yeah because he's supposed yeah. to go back to the homestead with annie and the and the women yeah <laughs> and yeah. uh and sam 15 year old in charge of the revolutions so. yeah <laughs> and then um but yeah so he he doesn't get a chance to tell anyone about the password and he like forgets he full-on just forgets yeah. until yeah. like they're like <laughs> it's like a, a at least you know yeah, it's the next morning because yeah. they leave at night and it's like the next morning. The sun is fully out. Yeah. And Annie is talking about something in the Bible, something about Jesus walking. And then he's like, oh, yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> and um, this I, I love this scene so much. I mean, it's it's goofy as heck, but I love it. He like gets up and he's like, he's like, <laughs> stop the carriage. He rips his shirt open. He's like, Annie Brown, I'm a man and I love you and I'm never going to yeah. see you again. And yeah. he kisses her and runs away. <laughs> Oh, yep. I loved it. And she's like yelling onion it's after great. him. And um, one thing, if you were watching with the captions, um, mm-hmm. you can see that she says, she says onion. I know like she, like yeah. she knew that he was yeah. a boy. Um, Love it. You can't really Love hear it. it, but she said it. Mm-hmm. It's in the closed yeah. captioning. It's, it's there. there. Um, it's cute. God, I love them. Yeah. They're cute. Yeah. Yeah, I just love the decision to like rip the shirt. It's so dramatic. <laughs> yeah. Like you could have just said it and she would have believed him, but she's like, "No, I'm gonna go full on like Hollywood moment. Go mm-hmm. for the drama." Right. Just sprints off, which is probably. I mean, if you've been riding all night by horse, like it's gonna be a hell of a, a run back. Yeah. So yeah. he has until that night to to get to back. get back to let them know about the password. Yeah. You'd think he would be like, can I have one of the horses to get back or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's strategize this. But also, like, who's supposed to say Jesus is walking? Is just it John? Just anyone, any of, that, any of their anyone that team. comes to... Because to, I think the, the rail man's assuming that it could be someone besides Onion that comes to see him. So mm-hmm. he wants to make sure that whoever is there is someone who he knows and not someone who... You know, it could just be anyone that shows up. You know, it's it's like right. So the idea yeah. is to make sure that it's it's they 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 know each other, they recognize each other. Right. Which if I it was John, a- I'm like, chances are good he'll just say it naturally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> but probably won't be him. Yeah, he had one job and just completely messed it up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A lot of responsibility for a kid, though. It's true. It's true. Yeah. It's true for sure. Well, and that's the episode. That's the episode. It was um, nice. It was a good one. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. it's one of my one of first my first experience of Ethan Hawke. So that was <laughs> badass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a good episode. And I feel like uh, you know we're we're up against like you know these. Uh, military guys and like all these people but like huffmaster is such a just great villain you know yeah for for this mm-hmm. one little episode yeah mm-hmm. yeah sometimes sometimes like the side villain is like the most memorable you know mm-hmm. yeah she very much so was like um ugh, who's that actress in um oh my gosh handmaid's tale is like so vicious oh and dad yeah, she had and out vibes to me. Yeah, for sure. You know, her like pursed lips. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen the show, but mm-hmm. I watched four episodes yeah. and I couldn't handle it anymore. I read it's the book. Too intense. Yeah. So I think I know which character you're talking about, but Yeah. 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 Um cool. Jonathan, do you have something you'd like to share with us? Uh, sure. It's time for a hawk <laughs> fact. Shelby, nice. would you like to do a hawk noise? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, 
<laughs> it's a dying one, you know. It's yeah. on the road. It's, it's getting older. <laughs> it's getting. Older. It's retiring. <laughs> yeah. The most distressed. The most distressed hawk we've had so far. Right. Good. We've had quiet <laughs> hawks. We've had loud hawks, but that was that yeah. was very unique. This one's in pain. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. You know, there are some people that maybe have possibly listened to every episode of the show. Uh-huh. And they'll be able to tell if I've made this connection before. But I we've done so many of these episodes and I don't remember. So anyway, here we go. In this episode, we have Maya Hawk. So I wanted to see about Mayan Hawks. <laughs> as in uh, myths about Hawks from Mayan history um and according to mayans com slash mayan society uh <laughs> mayans considered falcons and related species such as hawks as direct messengers of the heavenly gods they were considered a symbol of power as well in the mayan mythological tale of the hero twins they are invited by the lords of the underworld through a falcon and there's a lot, there's a whole lot of birds in like Mayan mythology. There's this, uh, Vukub. I can't even say this. C A Q U I X. I would know how to pronounce that. It's the name of a bird demon defeated by the hero twins, mm. okay. uh, which is uh, a Mayan myth preserved in an 18th century document, mm. which is like mm. the most, I think, the most complete. Uh, f- uh, primary document from from that time. So there's a lot of a lot of bird stuff in this in this text. There's falcons. There's references to hawks. Um, and I think the the ha- falcons and hawks are like kind of sort of heroic creatures. Dang. Yeah. Nice. That's cool. Intense. Indeed. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. Great. Well, thank you for that hawk fact, Jonathan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, do we have any more thoughts about uh, Ethan Hawk or this episode? Or That's a good I think one. he should keep the beard, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's good, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does have some facial hair right now in real life, but it's not it's not quite that beard. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he has like a little I don't know. It's okay, it's a, Does he have a whole thing? I don't know. I don't remember. It's it's not it doesn't go all the way out to like the mm-hmm. sides of his face oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's Maybe like it's a, like a, a mm-hmm. just around the mouth kind what of facial there's hair. There's a name for that. A mm-hmm. van something? No, that's a different thing. I don't know. I don't know. There's names for all these things. Yeah, I'm sure there are. I don't know anything about facial hair. <laughs> not my area you have to put oil in it or something <laughs> <laughs> presumably i wouldn't really know i don't grow a lot of facial hair so mm-hmm. neither i have one hair that comes out <laughs> so it's every nice. other month i get one single chin hair <laughs> yeah 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 but yeah i just pluck it and that's that that's my there entire facial hair care <laughs> should write a manual <laughs> um cool well i i thought it was fun to watch maya and ethan act together mm-hmm. um you know they didn't have a lot to do together but i just thought they felt very natural of course because they were playing father and daughter and they are in real life even though you know it's the 1800s they're still mm-hmm. that same kind of bond mm-hmm. um and I'm excited for them to do. They're going to do another movie together where they play father and daughter. Um, oh, that's at some point. They're signed wow. on for it, but I don't know. It hasn't. They haven't filmed it yet. It's called Revolver, and it's like a '60s period piece about the Beatles coming to their small town in Alaska or something. <laughs> and she, I think she like hooks up with George Harrison. I oh don't know. No way. Yeah. How do you cast the Beatles? Like that must be so. I don't know. I was thinking Harry yeah. Styles has to be one of them for sure. Harry oh, Styles wow. to me is so much like Mick Jagger though is the problem. That's true. He, he looks so much like him. Wow. Yeah. So I point. feel like that's tough to do. I was just, just thinking. Just put a bowl cut on any janky teeth british <laughs> you've true. got a beetle that's true yeah you could get one of some of those 1917 boys 
mm-hmm. to be a mm-hmm. Beatle, maybe. Yeah, I could see them doing like a all all musician kind of thing to be like cool, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, if they can act. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, yeah. I just I'm imagining Ethan Hawke now talking because he's going to produce it, of course. Mm-hmm. You know? he should just play all the Beatles. What's stopping him? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just thinking about him being like, oh, all these these young people, they're so talented. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we know Harry Styles. He's he's in yeah. He's good. He's, he's in, in a, Dunkirk. Yeah. He's in. He's done some like actual oh, yeah. movies. Yeah. That was so good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was I, filming I was, something else recently. I was reading about how when um, Christopher Nolan cast, because Christopher Nolan, you know, he's not like the most hip dude. He's not like with the <laughs> necessarily with like whatever the cultural mm-hmm. zeitgeist mm-hmm. is. So when he cast Harry Styles, he didn't actually know who he was he just thought he was like an actor <laughs> that's funny yeah which is great that's awesome. i think like maybe like his kid it's a, i don't know it was some, one of those kinds of situations where like someone had mentioned him he's like oh mm-hmm. well you know we'll cast him or whatever but he didn't realize that he was like a big mm-hmm. star which is funny fun that is funny now he's the biggest one direction fan like known to man <laughs> i'm sure yeah <laughs> well yeah, I think that's all I got. This was just like not too much, not too much to this episode, but also it was like a big turning point in the season. In the yeah. Show. So mm-hmm. yeah, it definitely felt like a transitional episode, but it didn't feel, it didn't feel like Pointless. filler or anything. Like it felt like it felt like a kind of because I feel like I I, I like that they were able to like I don't know it was a little bit like slower and a little quieter and it made it kind of more interesting in some ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I dig it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I've been Harper. <laughs> you can find me on the internet at harping about on Instagram, Twitter and letterboxd <laughs> and Pinterest and TikTok. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. And TikTok. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to be hip nice. with the youths. <laughs> Uh, yes it's tough out there um Mm -hmm. but anyway something i've been enjoying outside of ethan hawk is what have i been enjoying uh oh uh, i guess taylor swift's re-release of love story you'll have to see it uh it sounds almost exactly the same as the original but i think that's the point (laughs) yeah Um, yeah uh, Jonathan, where can the people find you? And what have you been enjoying outside of Ethan Hawke? Okay. Uh, my name is Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we addressed that. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at John Savaletta, Um And Letterboxd as well at the same uh, handle, address. Uh, what have <laughs> I been enjoying? Um, uh, you showed me. Speaking of TikTok, you show. I'm not on TikTok. I don't. I don't. You know. I'm. I'm just. I'm too old, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And um, you showed me the the Zanzibar thing, <laughs> which blew my mind. That people are doing What's like the Zanzibar. People thing? are like doing dances to Billy Joel's Zanzibar. Which, oh. which blew my mind because I'm like these these youths are listening. Yeah, it's to- like these 16 year olds like just doing a, a Zanzibar dance challenge. You know? Yeah, and they have yes. like there's like specific moves to it. There's like the I got a jazz guitar and you do like a little strumming thing. I've got the <laughs> dad's car and the they car just, like, and you the, do the turning the steering turning wheel. The steering oh my gosh! <laughs> and it's just I was just stunned that this was a thing. So. Mm-hmm. Thank you it's for funny. showing me that. Yeah. See, TikTok's not all bad. I don't think it's all bad. It's just that I don't think I could. I, I don't think I could. I can't do it. I feel know? like you have a hard time listening to the same sound clip over and over again. Yes. And that's kind of mm. a big part of yes. TikTok. Yes. Yes. Is that's it? definitely mm. a problem. And also like when it's like you hear one sound and then you go to the next thing and it's like another sound. And that's mm-hmm. also that's also jarring. So it's the same sound <laughs> over and over. That's jarring. <laughs> It's a different sound over and over that's trying because you were showing me these clips and I was enjoying it for a bit, but then I kept hearing the same part of the song over and over, which I like that song. (laughs) I like Billy Joel, but but hearing the same part of a song, even if it's one you like over and over. That makes sense. Very grating to me. And it didn't seem to bother you at all. It doesn't bother me at all. It's like the thing with the, it's like the thing with the, um, the whistle that like only people uh, under 21 can hear or whatever. Yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. that's like TikTok, mm. you know? 
except for that oh but yeah 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 you know what i, I mean see, yeah i see i see i see wow i'm so youthful yeah you are yeah, you can hear you can hear the whistle of the youths the whistle of the youths that's tiktok's tagline <laughs> <laughs> well all right uh shelby <laughs> thank you for coming on the pod uh where can the people find you and um what have you been enjoying outside of ethan hawk and do you have anything else to plug nice i only enjoy ethan hawk so obviously <laughs> um but my twitter is i need new handles so if people have recommendations for that that'd be sick my twitter is shelby the clown that's terrifying <laughs> and my instagram i think i changed it i changed it again it's like yogurt land unofficial. Mm. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, quarantine's done the number to me. Um, you know, we try to avoid that word. But um, but yeah, so those are my handles, I guess. But um, I need help revamping those. So if any of the youths want to do that, that's great. <laughs> um, I've been doing some virtual stand-up, but I'm kind of getting sick of it. So I'm going cross-country skiing this weekend with my mom. So oh, that's nice. my that's wow, what I'm that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Media-wise, I don't know. I think I've just been oh, uh, this person dropped an album. I think their name is like Cloud, but it's spelled like C L U O D. And mm-hmm. it's really good. I don't know if they're like a TikTok star or whatever, but Phoebe Bridgers was promoting <laughs> it on her Instagram. And it's I saw a good album. Yeah. yeah it's on my it's cool. to listen list. Nice. Yeah, it's cute. It's nice. Nice. So, yeah. Great. Cool. Well, um, oh yeah, I guess follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, wherever. Um, at Hawkeye's Pod. TikTok. I can't log into the Hawkeye Spot TikTok <laughs> anymore, so uh, I have no idea what my password is, and I think because I use the same phone number as for my personal one, it just keeps resetting my personal password every time I try to reset the Hawkeye Spot. Oh, anyway, no. it's a whole thing. So Hawkeye's Pod TikTok is dead. Uh, we don't do that anymore. I did have to post like an Ethan Hawk TikTok to my personal TikTok the other day because I just had to get it out of my bu- yep. of my brain, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But then I put it on my personal one because I couldn't get into the. Anyway, um, <laughs> so follow us not on TikTok. And uh, I don't know, if you've gone this long and you haven't reviewed the podcast on Apple Podcasts, I don't know. I guess you don't have to. We're almost done. Yeah. <laughs> it would be nice, though. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Tell your friends. And if you know anyone who knows Ethan Hawk, or if you know Ethan Hawk, <laughs> please, for the love of God, tell him to come on our podcast. Tell him to fucking email us back. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> all right uh thanks everyone for listening uh good night i love you <laughs> Bye.